What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on on the fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow successful online business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about detaching yourself from their failures because frankly, I think as online coaches, it's really easy for us to take all of our clients' successes and failures personally. Now, let's talk about detachment because I think as health and fitness coaches, we just want to serve. Like I know for me, when it comes to my online fitness coaching clients in my program, like I just want all of my online clients to get results. And I think that all of us have had these situations where who here as an online coach has ever done a meal plan for a client, sent it off to them, and then they didn't follow it. So you spent your time figuring out their macros, how much protein, carbs, and fats they should have. You sent it off to them and they don't follow it. Or who here has ever had a client who does not check in for their workouts? It's like you drew up their workout plan, you programmed it in Trainerize, it's designed for them, but for some reason, they just aren't doing it. And who here has ever had a client who misses their check-ins consistently, right? It's like, for whatever reason, it's like they told you that they want to lose 20 pounds, but every single week when their check-in comes around, they're just not checking in. Now, as a coach for others, as a coach who cares for others, if we're not careful, what's going to end up happening is we start taking it super personally. We start taking it super personally. For me, at least when I first started my online coaching journey, like I started taking it extremely personally. Like when my clients weren't getting results, when my clients weren't following the program, I started questioning myself as a coach. I started questioning my own abilities and wondering what I was doing wrong that was causing my clients not to take action. And I actually started to feel guilty because I'm like, yo, like I felt guilty for taking money for my client service, even though I was doing their check-ins, even though I was doing their meal plans, I felt guilty because I was taking their money for a service, but they weren't getting the results that they wanted. Who here feels like that? Like if your clients aren't getting results in your program, it's almost like you feel guilty, even though you're doing the training plan, even though you're doing the nutrition plan, you still feel guilty because they're not following the program. It's a struggle, right? And it was for me too, you guys. When I first started my online coaching journey, I can literally remember, it's almost like every single client that enrolled in my program, I felt like they were a part of my family. I felt like they were like a friend. And when my clients would fall off track in their fitness journeys, I actually felt like it was like a personal failure and it was like a hit to my, like my coaching ability. And I can remember one client who I, I, I still, you know, I still really, really, I still talk to this dude and he's like a really good guy. But I remember one client in particular who would literally check in with me every single week and he would always have an excuse. Always. I do his training nutrition program. I'd like keep him on track throughout the week. And there would always be an excuse. Always. He would always have a reason why he wasn't able to do his workouts. He would always have a reason why he wasn't able to do his meal plans. And so I started to feel really guilty and really shitty and really, really ashamed because I wasn't able to help him stick to his workout plans. And so in this podcast episode, I want to give you guys some mindsets that really helped me separate myself from my clients' failures and also from their successes. Like, I think it's really important to be proud of our clients' successes, but also understand that like your clients are the ones that are responsible for their failures. Your clients are also the ones that are responsible for their successes. And so here are the mindsets that I adopted that helped me detach myself from every single result that all of my clients were getting. All right. So if you guys are taking notes, this is what I want you guys to write down, because if you are struggling right now with guilt around your clients failing, then this podcast episode is going to help you immensely. So number one, 
the first key insight into your mind to start to shift and detach yourself from your client's failures is this. Take notes, write this down. You are the guide, not the adventurer. You are the guide, not the adventurer. Now, this is a small distinction, but it means everything. As an online coach, it's your job to light the way. It's your job to be the guide. It's your job to show them the path. That's your job as an online fitness coach. We are the guides to a health and fitness journey. We are not the adventurers, which means I think that as an online coach, like I know for me personally, I used to like do everything in my power to try to get my clients to go to the gym. And then when my clients didn't go to the gym, I felt guilty. But like, I'm not the one that's supposed to be doing the fucking workout plan. The guide's job, like the guide, the guide's job is to show the pathway. The guide's job is to light the way. The guide's job is to say, do this, then do this, then do this, then do this. You're the guide, not the adventurer. It's the adventurer's job to follow the pathway. And so online fitness coaches, you can draft up all the meal plans and you can draft up all the training plans and you can spend all of your time and energy on this training and nutrition program. But at the end of the day, you can't put on their workout shoes for them. Like you can't do the work for them. You can't eat the food for them. And so I think it's really important to understand your job as an online coach. You are the guide and not the adventurer. So if you're, if you're drawing up your training plan, you're drawing up your nutrition plan, you're checking in with your clients on a weekly basis, you're sending them a couple messages throughout the week to try to get them motivated and get them accountable and they're still not following the fucking plan you need to understand that like you're still doing your job whenever my clients don't get results you guys i always do a self-audit first right so i'm always like okay so i look at myself and we're gonna get into this but i'm always doing a self-audit and asking myself what i can do differently but you will get to a point in your service online fitness coach and a lot of you guys probably aren't there yet and that's okay but you will get to a point in your coaching service where there's like nothing that you could have done better like you did everything right you checked in with them, you gave them the workout plan, you gave them the nutrition plan, you literally did everything fucking right. You're gonna get to a point where you'll get to that point and you have to know that you can only do so much. Like you can only do as much as you can do and the client has to meet you halfway. And so you are the guide and not the adventurer. So you need to understand that as long as you're doing your 50%, it's your client's job to meet you the other 50%. Does that make sense? It's the client's job to meet you the other 50%. Which gets me to my next point, online fitness coaches, because it is your client's job to meet you the other 50%, but it's your fucking job to communicate that. And so my next point, number two, write this down, you are their coach, not their friend. Write that down. You are their coach, not their friend. Write that down. This is a small distinction, but it means fucking everything. You are their coach, not their friend. Guys, one of the main reasons that I had a really hard time with the client that I was talking about at the start of this podcast is that I was so afraid of saying the wrong thing to offend him. So I never just straight up fucking call him on his bullshit because I was like afraid to offend him. So I'm like too focused on homie being my friend that I wasn't able to communicate what I needed to say to him. And what I should have said to him is like, bro, you give me the same bullshit excuse every single fucking week. Like, when are you going to step up? But I never actually called him on his shit because I was afraid of offending him. I was afraid that if I told him something that pissed him off, that he might drop me as his coach. How many of you guys feel like that? It's like you got clients slacking off and like not doing their things, but you're unwilling to call them up because you don't want to lose them as a client. And I'm going to be so super transparent with you guys. I didn't start really calling people out and calling people on their stuff until I became business partners with Cole da Silva. Because those of you guys that know Cole da Silva knows that he's super, Cole da Silva super straight up. He will tell you exactly how it is, right? He'll tell you what's up and whether or not you like it, like he'll tell you what's up. And so like once I became business partners with Cole, I realized the value of sometimes telling people the cold, hard truth, even if they don't like it, even if they don't want to feel like, feel like they don't want to hear it. It's like sometimes people need to hear the truth. You are their coach 
and not their friend. That's and they, they're hiring you to be hard on them sometimes. And so here's a really simple framework that I use when I need to give direct feedback. And if you're my client, you've probably heard me say this. And the simple question I say, if I need to give somebody direct feedback is, yo, do you mind if I coach you for a minute? So the simple question, if your clients are falling off track and they're not doing their workout programs and they're not doing their meal plans, instead of just telling them that, you know, they're screwing up, which is what you need to do. You need to ask for their permission to give them direct feedback. And then you need to say what the fuck you need to say. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And so a really simple question that you guys can ask online fitness coaches that will help you give direct feedback is, yo, do you mind if I coach you for a minute? Because if your client's giving you some stuff, you're like, dude, I totally understand. Do you mind if I coach you for a minute? And when they say yes, you go all in. And listen, you know, Dustin, I love you. I think you're a great dude. You know, when you first started working with me, you told me you wanted to lose 20 pounds and that's amazing. But the last four weeks straight, you've missed three workouts every week. And so if you want to lose 20 pounds, then you need to drop the bullshit excuse and you need to find some time to go to the gym. Otherwise, you're going to stay stuck exactly where you are for the next two, three, four, five, six months. You're going to waste all your money that you spent on me and you're not going to get the results. So let me ask you, are you committed to losing this 20 pounds or is it something that you're just like kind of on the fence with? Because I want you to get results. So what are we going to do? Sometimes you need to call people out. You need to ask for their permission first. And once they accept this, that I thought I was so excited. Once they accept your frame of, do you mind if I coach you for a minute? Then you go in and you tell them what you need to tell them. How many of you guys, those of you guys that are in the 10K Coaching Academy, how many of you guys have received direct feedback from me or Cole that's helped you immensely? Sometimes we need to hear somebody say it directly to our face, exactly what we need to do. And then we're like, okay, like I get it. I understand. Sometimes you just need to be called out. So do you mind if I coach you for a minute? You are their coach and not their friend. And so you can't be so concerned about what they're going to think about you if you tell them what they need to hear because you need to be their coach. You need to direct them. You need to guide them and you need to tell them what they need to hear to get them to the next level in their fitness journey. Does this make sense? Drop some fire if you're tuning in. I want to know that you're heating. You're, you're, you're following along. All right, let's get it. Okay, number three, the third mindset that will help you immensely when it comes to detaching yourself from your client's failures is this. Anytime your clients, let's say a client, you know, drops off the program or asks for a refund, it happens, right? Asks for a refund, drops off the program, cancels the program, whatever it is, exits with negative energy, whatever it is, you need to ask yourself the question, what could I have done better? And then do it next time. Number three is ask yourself the question, what could I have done better? And then do it next time. Guys, this sort of reflective learning process is the exact same process that I teach my clients to do when it comes to sales calls as well. I talked about this on a clubhouse room a couple weeks ago. I said, when you get on a sales call and it doesn't go your way, as soon as the sales call is done, replay that same sales call in your head. Ask yourself the question, if I could have done this call again, what would I have done differently? And then you do it next time. It's the same thing with coaching your clients. It's the same thing with coaching your clients. And so what I mean by that is if you have a client that exits with a negative review or exits and asks for a refund or leaves your program with whatever it is, you need to ask yourself the question, if I could coach that client again and take them through that same process, what would I have done differently? And then you identify an area of your, and guys, there's always something you can do differently, right? Always. 
there's always something that you can identify. Maybe it's your check-in process and the way that you're checking in with your clients. Maybe your check-in process is not currently dialed in. Maybe it's your onboarding process. Maybe when a client joins your program, you send them a bunch of fucking PDFs, they get super confused and they don't even start the program. Maybe it's your workout program. Maybe you're programming somebody who's a beginner level with advanced level workouts. They go to the gym for the first time. They feel like they're going to die and then they just don't go again. What is it? Right? Maybe it's your communication rhythm. Maybe the only time you communicate with your clients is once a week in a check-in. They feel like you don't give a shit and that's why they're dropping off. So you need to identify, like ask yourself the question, what could I have done better? And then do it next time. And then in this way, you're always improving and you're always getting better. Does this make sense? I'm always asking myself, what could I have done better? And guys, if you're an online fitness coach and you don't know what you could have done better, that's why you've got the 10K fucking Academy. The 10K Coaching Academy is exactly what that's for. We've got 750 online fitness coaches that are in that community. And so if you have a client that drops off your program and you're not exactly sure what you could have done better then write a post, be like, Hey guys, this is what happened. This is my client, blah, blah, blah. I'm wondering what could I have done better? Like, what do you guys think? and ask for feedback so that we can help you get that 1% better. And if you're always getting 1% better with every single client that leaves, it's either a blessing or a less. Like it's either a blessing as in your client gets results or it's a lesson for the next client so that all of your coaching system just improves in general. Always ask yourself the question, what could I have done better? And then do it next time. Does this make sense? Guys still with me? Okay, so the fourth and final mindset. And this is the one that's super fucking important. This is the one that is everything. And I know that a lot of you guys are going to be able to relate to this because this happens to me still, even though I have 750 clients, I still have this tendency and I still is something that I'm working on every single day. Number four, the fourth mindset that's going to help you detach from your client's failures is this focus on the ones that work and not on the ones that don't focus on the ones that work and not on the ones that don't. I have a question. Why is it as an online coach that we can have 20 people in our program that are crushing it? getting killer results, super happy with us. And then we have one client that messages us with a complaint. And all of a sudden that one client that messages us with a complaint takes up all of our energy. How many of us can relate to that? You have 20 people who are crushing it, getting amazing results, loving your program, loving the community, think you're awesome. And you've got one client that's mad about their meal plan update. And all you can think about is that one client. How many of us do this? I still have to fucking mentally coach myself through this because my mind still goes there. Like, it's still like, oh man, like I wonder what I could have done better. Like I still do that. And it's like, because we focus so much on that one client that isn't getting results, we forget that we have fucking 20 that love the shit out of us. And so we need to make sure that we're not pulling our focus away from the clients that are actually doing the work, the ones that are excited to be in our program, just to like bend over and please that one person that isn't willing to go to the gym. We need to focus more on the ones that are putting in the work and a lot less on the ones that don't. And that doesn't mean online coach that we don't try. But here's my rule when it comes to like putting in effort for my clients. It's like I have a three strike freaking rule with my clients. And so this is what I mean. If some like, let's say a client's at, I wrote a post about this a while ago. I'll see if I can find it for you guys and talk about it in a, in a coming podcast. But I have a three strike rule. And the three strike rule is basically this. Number one, like if you miss one check-in, I'm like messaging you. I'm like, hey, Sarah, you missed your check-in. Uh, just a reminder to get it in, right? And if I send you that one message and you don't get your check-in in, the second one will be a little bit more direct. They'll be like, Hey, Sarah, just a friendly reminder, your check-in is due. It's a couple days late. You need to get it done. And then the third strike will be like boundary draw. Sarah, it's my job to coach you. It's not my job to chase you. Get your check-in in. It's already late, period. That's like the fucking level you need to play at. It's like a three-strike rule. And then if it's a repeat offense, like I will go to the level of like, Sarah, unless you start checking in with me on a weekly basis, I can't coach you because I can't make you do the work. I can only guide you to do the work. So focus more on the ones that are putting in the work and that are checking in and are excited to fucking check in and less on the ones that don't care and don't want to be there. 
Like online coach, you cannot make somebody take action. You cannot make somebody be excited about working on their fitness goals. You can't. All you can do is guide them. And you can provide all the motivation. You can provide all the inspiration. You can provide all the extra trainings in your community. You can make sure your check-in process is dialed in. But at the end of the day, you cannot make somebody take action. You are the guide and not the adventurer, period. So guide the people that want to go on the adventure and not the ones who are sitting on the sidelines complaining about how hard it is. Straight up. All right. So guys, let's quickly recap. As an online coach for others, I think it's like, I think the reason that we tend to take things very personally is because we care. Like that's why we got into coaching in the first place. It's like, we care so much about our clients. And so if a client drops off our program or isn't checking in or isn't getting results, we take it super personally. We take it super personally. And so here's how you combat that. Number one is you are the guide and not the adventurer. It's not your job to go to the gym for your clients. It's your job to write the workup program, write the meal plan, create the community and do your best to get them to follow it. But at the end of the day, it's your client's job to go on the adventure. It's your job to be the guide. Period. Number two is you are their coach, not their friend. And so if your client isn't going on the adventure, if your client is like struggling, if your client is like not putting in the work, then don't coddle their ass and like give them a big friendly hug and say, it's okay that you don't go to the gym. Like you need to be their fucking coach. You need to tell them if you don't go to the gym, you're not going to get the results that you want. If you don't eat this healthy food that I tell you to eat, then you're going to keep looking the way that you're fucking looking. If you don't stop drinking alcohol, then you're going to stay looking in the same place. And is that what you want? You need to coach them. You are their coach, not their friend. Number three, if you ever have a client that drops off of your program for whatever reason, right? Whatever reason, ask yourself the question, what could I have done better? And then do it next time. What could I have done better and then do it next time this sort of a process is like a reflective learning process and so i do this with my sales calls i do this with my content i do this with everything with my lead gen everything and especially with my coaching program because that's the one thing you guys have to understand like that's the one constant that you need to always be improving you're selling a product and so you need to be constantly improving this product and the way that you can do that is like whenever somebody isn't satisfied with the service or they piece the fuck out ask yourself how you could have made the service better so that every single client that comes after that person gets an elevated service because of the lesson that you learn from this one client and then every single client that cancels is actually a fucking blessing because you're always learning ask yourself what you could have done better and then do it next time and number four the fourth and final mindset that's going to help you guys detach from your clients failures is focusing on the ones that work and not on the ones that don't it's really easy to get caught up and focused on all these people that are, you know, that one person that's struggling and forget about all the people that are in your program actually getting amazing results that actually care about you. So don't take your eye off the ball. Like there's 20 people that love the shit out of you. Focus on those 20 people and do your best to serve that one, but understand that you are the guide and not the adventurer period. Guys, I hope this podcast helped you. If you are struggling with attaching your own personal feelings and your self-worth to your client's results, you need to be able to detach yourself from them so you can show up and you can serve the rest of the people that want to fucking be there and want to be coached by you guys. All right. Peace, love, protein. Have the best day of your entire life. And I'll talk to you guys soon.